welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. Well, Ree, <laughs> last week we had a massive crisis. We had a mystery over... on our hands. We did. We had a... <laughs> That's that's a throwback to us being the Olsen twin detectives. Exactly. We had the mystery of the mysterious pussy song. And <laughs> we've solved it. We have. <laughs> I had a couple of people trying to help. Uh, some A couple of our listeners have had tried to help. They tried uh, so hard. I was, <laughs> I was having a discussion with Tamsin and they were like trying everything. Their mum actually, they were saying that their mum is uh, or was a library researcher. So that's the skills that they've passed. Wow. They have. Researchers on our team. We do. Uh, But actually, the person who figured it out was me. You did. You did. And you messaged me. (laughs) I did. In all caps. Screaming. Jace, do you want to do you want to let the listeners know what song it was that you couldn't <clears throat> remember at all? Let's 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 talk about that. What song could you not remember? For some reason, my <laughs> brain had completely erased the entire existence of "Because I Got High" by Afro Man. <laughs> that song was one of the biggest songs. I told you it was a really big song. That it was I a really big song. It was. Remember. It was uh, on and I, every radio station. It back was. Then. Everyone was singing it, and I I couldn't join in with singing it because of the shame that I felt, uh, having had <laughs> upset my auntie and corrupted my cousin. However, however, yeah. When you read the lyrics to that song, I am. I was not at fault there. <laughs> you because were just I told to, yeah a child what a pussy was. The there lyrics. Are, there are some pretty bad things in that song. It's okay. I'm going to look it up. I should have done mm-hmm. it in advance because I knew what we were going to be. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, we are both nothing the, if not true. completely sludge brained. Um, it's it. That's doing it. research the, in advance? No. Never. The uh, the sludge slimy things from uh, Fern Gully. That's yes. our brains. Not yes. the sexy version, like just the, the sludge just, before it. Yeah, yeah the, the like the, the little sludge. ones. Not not sexy Tim Curry sludge. Mm-mm. Who is a fucked crush to this day. <laughs> yep. Okay. What do we got? So a lot of it's okay. It's all about getting high, which is, you know, getting high, whatever. Uh, yeah. But my cousin was like six possibly yep. shouldn't have been singing because they got high but you no. can kind of pass that off as being like oh like a high mood yeah I got I was in a really good mood but yeah high like hyper was, yeah but it was uh it goes on a few verses in and then it says now I'm selling dope yeah because I got high <laughs> um I was gonna go to court and pay child support but then he got high <laughs> and he was going to run from the cops, which power like that. Uh, but he was high. He was going to uh, – <laughs> I didn't realise that it said this. 
who's going to pull over and stop and now is a paraplegic in brackets. Ha, ha, ha. And yeah, I, I remember that. That was fucked. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's see. I was going to make love to you, but then I got high. That's lovely. And then the offending lyric, I was going to eat your pussy too, but then I got high. Okay. <laughs> Fucking sue me. I'm a horrible person. Mm. Uh, and then it says, now I'm jacking off. Um, let me see. Is there anything else? No, there's so he, really... he, he got so high that he neglected to go and see his partner. Yes. So now he's just jerking off on the couch. Yeah. And I mean, was... look, we've all been there. <laughs> I'm, yep. Okay. <laughs> Like I was, t- I also I was totally gonna go and pay my child support, um, but then I got high. Sounds like a few dads I know. I wasn't gonna tell my cousin what a pussy was, but then I got high. Ooh. Um, and then my auntie <laughs> yelled at me, and then I cried. Ba-da-da-ba-ba-da-da. <laughs> and I'm being uh, again the whitest person of color on this podcast, like. <laughs> I mean, my, uh, my singing just then was completely tuneless, but I like fair. that you're my hype man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that's, that. That's, yeah. That, what, what else am I here for? You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm the best at. I'm a great hype man. But the point you know, is we solved the we mystery. We solved the pussy mystery. Uh, and we didn't even fucking need you. Any of you. Yeah. Because yeah. I did it. What I did was I remembered it was like around the 2000s. So mm. I typed in um, Aria Charts, top 100 songs of 2001. Oh. And then I looked down and it said, I saw Because I Got High and I went, oh my God, is it that one? And then I looked at the lyrics Just and that was. instant jolt of realisation. Yes. You found it's it, like the how... Eureka moment. See, that's again, <laughs> we talk about repressed memories protecting us from feeling bad, the past <laughs> traumas and stuff. My brain. Yours protected you from knowing that song. <laughs> it just, it didn't protect, like, it, my brain must be like, must fucking hate me because it's well, trying I mean, to yeah. protect me. Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> just like, it's trying so hard to protect me and still I'm like, no, no, I'm going to go and, and, and uncover this thing. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh, but yes, we figured it out. We figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to figure out what the pussy song was. And then I got high. (laughs) You know what I'm annoyed about? Okay. Go. The fact that uh, eating her pussy is just a thing he kind of tacks on the end there. (laughs) As if it's not an intrinsic part of their lovemaking usually. So Uh, what? No foreplay? You just go in and dry, mate? Like, He sees making love as just jackhammering the shit out of her. Once again, uh, yeah, that sounds like. yeah, nothing about else. 80% of my ex-boyfriends. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I was going to make love to him. you, but I went in dry. Oh! Jeez, that is not a mental image I need right now. Jesus. Um, I just gave you that little extra push to get that mental image in. He's the one that said it. <laughs> Again, I am at fault here when it's Afro Man's fault. Uh, Afro Man, I know you're listening. <laughs> Just I wonder what Afro Man is up to these days. What's Afro Man doing? Let's get him on the pod. 
Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Is it is it just one guy or is it a, is it a group? I thought it was one guy who went by Afro Man. Joseph Edgar Foreman, better known by his Ooh. stage name, Afro Man. Um, let's see. Okay, so Because I Got High was released in 2000 and it just happened to stay on the top wow. ARIA charts in Australia for a couple of years. Jesus. I mean, look, back then, like... Back then it was a lot harder to listen to local stuff, I think. Like you pretty yeah, much had to rely really on the radio. Whereas nowadays with the internet and stuff, I know so much more Australian music than I think I would have back in the mm. 2000s, even like the early 2010s. Like I just, I didn't know Australian shit. So it doesn't surprise me that a mm. very stupid joke song from the US stayed on the RA charts for that long back in 2000. <laughs> Speaking of 2010, Afro Man was a part of the 2010 Gathering of the Juggalos lineup. So he played at the Gathering of the Juggalos. You know what? That would have been sick. That actually really... would have been sick. I would Look, love to go to a Gathering of the Juggalos. I unironically think that Juggalos are great. They are just, they are wonderful people. I was seriously. about to say the same thing. I really, yeah. as a group, don't mind Juggalos. They get a lot of shit, but what are they doing? They're just fucking painting their faces, drinking Fago and listening to music. And, shit. and ICP are fucking comrades, all right? That's like, it. They are really good politically from what I have seen. Um, one of them, yeah, they are. Uh, his daughter is a furry and he fucking paid yeah, he for goes her to, conventions to, like, and stuff. to go to conventions and like get a really nice fursuit. And he got one so that he could like, yeah. like escort her to these things it's really and, like, sweet fit in. and that's that's really sweet you know what yeah this is a this is a um insane clown posse stand podcast we are um, insane we are icp positive that sounds like uh some sort uh, of <laughs> um, okay that's i meant it to be like sex positive but then i did the uh acronym and it sounded a little bit uh a little bit like little we have a d- infection of some sort <laughs> yeah um, I'm trying no to stigma against STIs here at all. No way. Um, but yes, uh, maybe maybe we don't make it sound like that. <laughs> oh, he was assaulted. Oh. Oh no, he assaulted someone. Oh well, okay. We don't stand Afro man. We don't stand no, we, Afro we man. We don't. Um, insane oh. clown posse. Oops, I just almost broke the chair. Insane clown posse. Yes, uh, Afro man. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> On February 17, 2015, Afro Man was midway through his performance at a live music venue in Mississippi when a woman walked on stage. She approached him from behind, drink in hand while dancing. When she touched Foreman, he spun around and knocked her down with a blow to the head. He was subsequently escorted off stage by security and was arrested and taken into custody and charged with assault. He was released on bond shortly thereafter. Oof. Uh, when interviewed... His representative claimed that the act was an involuntary reflex caused by the woman invading his space. Uh, he also stated that he mistook the woman for another audience member who had been consistently heckling him. He has since publicly apologized and is seeking assistance with anger management. I mm. I don't I don't know how to feel, it, but also having yeah. having had been I don't know Afro man's uh, experience with assault in the past or his experience with 
trauma or anything like that. But I know that if I was approached by like that yeah I if can't someone guarantee came up to me from I behind the same. yeah mm. I would just fucking wheel around um I still don't know how to feel about it um mm. so we're gonna say uh ICP yes Afro man we are neutral you're thin fucking ice buddy no <laughs> Afro man <laughs> if you're listening I'm sorry Afro man look you bungled it you could have been on the show but you bungled it ICP you're welcome on anytime absolutely anytime yeah, um, come join us. <laughs> Last thing that Afro Man has ever done, has released, is was in 2017. All right. So he's he's been on he's been chilling for a little while. Probably good. Yep. Uh, probably, you know, uh, doing those anger management courses and trying to have a chill time. Considering that his biggest hit is about getting high. Yeah. You'd think he'd be more of a chill guy. You would. Uh, hmm. But again... Look, I don't condone assault. Uh, no, God, no. Also, if you are approached from behind, people can have that reaction. I'm yeah, not saying he did. But maybe, maybe, maybe both sides just should have, should have, should have not done that. Just let it I go. I wasn't going to you know? assault a woman. But <laughs> <I'm not high>. <laughs> Jace! <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Well, that's um that's a so the mystery roller coaster solved. of an intro. Yeah, hey, what's going on? <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, we're so sorry. We are so bloody sorry. Well, I mean, how have you been this week, Jace? Other than researching uh pussy songs? Uh I've been very good. Yeah? yeah um, you get up to anything? I've been making the kids' uh, book week costumes, which oh, is fuck. So I don't know what's going to happen with the parade at the moment because there wasn't one last year. It's just the kids dressed up and went to school. Yeah, it's a bit dicey with we don't know if we're going to be in a lockdown or if whatever. Mm. And also, they don't have assemblies or anything at school at the moment because of just totally so many makes kids sense. gathering in a in one space so i don't know if there's even going to be a parade but they said there was going to be prizes but i don't i yeah. don't know if it's just going to be like judges going around to the classrooms or whatever but uh, i've been making their costumes i made mally a little plush toy out of uh two teddy bears i i did a sid from toy story and unstitched <laughs> And cut up one You're just teddy bear. Frankenst- Frankensteining toys yeah, together. Yeah, I go to Elsa. I oh was God. saying to the kids. I know as soon as I say Elsa said something, it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> what she said this time. I love I, Elsa. Elsa is tiny me, basically. Yes. I yes, love it. baby Re. Um, <laughs> we're not sure yet if Michael is the father of Elsa or if Re is the father of Elsa. We, we haven't. I'm too scared to get a test because then I know Re will fight for custody. It's, like, it's just a big thing. Um, we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> Look, I'm just happy to, I'm happy to co-parent from the sidelines. Yeah. In this case, Michael's a good guy. You know, I don't want any animosity there, but Elsa is probably my child. It's going to be one of those, um, the tropes in the TV shows and movies where the father gets the paternity test and it's in the envelope and it's like, do I need to, you know, I've got to decide whether I, you know, when I open this, it's going to change my whole life. I have to decide whether I want to know if this kid's my child or not. And then they just <laughs> chuck it in the bin or shred it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, what'd you get the fucking test for? But anyway, uh, <laughs> I hate that so much. It's like, I want to know. I want to know if you're the father <laughs> of the fucking child. Just hold it up to the camera. Just open it and be like, 
hold it up, <laughs> and like, then just I'm not looking, it. but you could look. <laughs> exactly. I need to know. I need to know. Um, so but what, was, did, what did my child say? What did I my was, child say? <laughs> I just showing them the the finished product, and I said. Uh, Mally was like, oh, you did a really good job. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm the doll doctor. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I fix toys. I'm the toy doctor, blah, blah, blah. And Elsa was like, um, see, I don't think so because doctors fix people and you kind of just cut up one toy and stuck it to another one. So I think you're maybe more like a toy mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong though. I Not like, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm a toy oh. mad scientist. <laughs> I mean, look, even mad scientists have degrees. You know, that's, they're smart. That's true. Scientists. They're just also fucked in the head, as Which, are you. So you know yeah. what? Accurate. I'll take Very it. Very spot on observation, I'll Elsa. I'll take it. Good job, my child. Got a <laughs> golf clap there. <laughs> Do you remember Book Week as a kid? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I think we've spoken about this before, probably not on the pod, but just in the fact that we've known each other for fucking yonks. <laughs> um, I never really had stuff like that as a kid. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why the particular schools that I went to didn't do that or maybe they did and I just kind of missed it because I, I did go to a couple of different primary schools. I've spoken about this before. Mm-hmm. I went to a private Christian school from kindy to year four yep. and then year five and six I was in a uh, little baby genius class um, at a public school. <laughs> um, so the private school, I'm not surprised, kind of, because like they did things a bit weird anyway. Um, we did have like – standard primary school shit but I can just never remember us having a book week um but the public primary school I went to I'm really surprised that that wasn't a thing or if it was a thing I can't remember it and I didn't participate to be fair I was like 11 and 12 in the two (laughs) years that I was there so I was probably thought I was too cool maybe but yeah just not a thing that happened in my childhood at all so hearing you talk about it is very fascinating to me I'm wondering if the dress up portion like dress like your favorite character thing was added after we left because I remember book fair being mm. the thing for book week but I don't yeah, remember yeah like we had book, book, book fairs costumes. the fucking scholastic book fair oh my oh, god mate mate I wanted every single babysitter's club and goosebumps mm-hmm. book there was and I got none of them because we were poor but yes. anyway <laughs> I was maybe allowed one book Mm. every time but it had to be like under a certain amount of money which I understand as an adult now I understand but as a kid I was like why are you punishing me this shit oh yeah yeah but I'm really bad at budgeting (laughs) that when the kids have their book fair but there wasn't one last year I'm hoping they'll still do one this year but like maybe staggered um yeah like a certain number of people allowed in but when I would take them to the book fair it was so bad because I love books and because mm, I nerd. have a yes I have a problem with buying books for myself and buying books for the kids I'm always like oh well right I'll get you a book and I think it's because I was such a huge reader as a kid but I wasn't it was only ever library because we also like you said before mm, poor yeah so we had a free library uh subscript what do you call it <laughs> membership subscription uh, we had a card? Uh, yes, a membership to the library. So we had the library card. And back then, the, la- the Blacktown Library was 
it had a paper, a piece of paper. Do you remember the library cards at Blacktown Library? They were like a piece of white paper with a barcode mm-hmm. inside yep. like a plastic sleeve, not even laminated. Yep. It was just yep. inside that It was plastic like one of those sleeve. little card sleeves. Yeah, yes. I remember those. So yep. we had that and I had like, I didn't own a lot of books and I would read. There were two things that I would read when I really wanted to read something and I'd read the few books that I had. I had lots of Babysitter's Club books and Enid Blyton books. They were the ones that I was allowed to sort of keep and collect. But all other books were just library. had to give them back. Yeah. And I would read the, uh, the backs of toilet sprays and toilet cleaners and stuff. I would sit, (laughs) I would read the backs of packaging and, I wow. would just read. I was like a little Matilda, like a pathetic little uh, horrible Matilda with no magic. And I would read underneath the uh, in that wall that wall unit that the uh, mm. Easter Island Vong lived on. In the bottom <laughs> were some uh, cupboards, and it had yep. a copy of King Lear by Shakespeare, Ooh. and a big medical encyclopedia. And I would read those. <laughs> I was like nine and I would sit there and read I didn't understand there with this massive fucking medical encyclopedia Mm -hmm. in your lap just pouring through and it it. had those really thin pages you know the big encyclopedias with the thin pages it was so nice and I would just read those and it was like yeah my mum would come out and be like what are you reading and I'd be like oh just burns like I'm reading about burns and how to treat them and how (laughs) now now did you retain any of that knowledge Jace is what I need to know did you Absolutely fucking not. I did not. <laughs> I just yeah, wanted to read. Course. And King Lear, I was a nine-year-old sitting there reading King Lear. I didn't understand it at all. Not. I was just reading yeah. words and it was a book and I was so happy. Yeah. Uh, and I think about that as well. People are like, oh, what's, what's one of the first books you remember reading? It's King Lear and I was nine. Yeah. And I, I can't say that to people because they're like, yeah, right, okay. But I, I did. Yeah, okay. Pretentious much. I know. I was just, it was like the one book that I just read over and over and didn't retain it. I think that's why I reread it so many times and I didn't. It just kept falling out of your tiny child brain. Yeah. I don't think it was ever in there. Like, (laughs) (laughs) even if you did have enough space in your tiny child brain, it wasn't going to stick. Yeah. That's why I have, um, I have a lot – I collect copies of King Lear now. It's like this weird sort of um, thing that I That's do. That's so fucking cute. I don't read them. I don't read any of them. You but just I just collect – yeah, I collect copies of King Lear. Lucky I don't collect medical journals, um, <laughs> like medical encyclopedias. Because <laughs> they oh, are wow. huge and probably expensive. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if Yeah, it was expensive. really fancy one. I don't know how yeah. – I, I think it might have even been like a wedding present for my parents or something. I don't know. But um, – yeah, I was, I'm a point is I love books and I own so yes. many books and I think it's because yeah. I didn't own many when I was a kid and I need mm. to, like we've said before, we, we like owning stuff. We like to surround ourselves with stuff because we didn't have it I when love we were younger. Stuff. Yeah. But yeah, book, book fair. I loved, mm. but I was mm. only ever allowed to get one thing and it was never anything that came with a toy. Or anything like that, or oh, never a no, diary, never anything or anything cool. like that. Like never any of those like spy journals that yes. came with like the little <gasps> magnifying yeah. glass and the invisible ink and shit. I wanted that stuff 
so fucking badly. Uh huh. Could not afford it. Could not afford it. And it's so funny because, like, if I were to look back at those catalogs, if we if we could ever source like some nineties, two thousands, yeah, like Scholastic Book Fair catalogs, and I could look at the prices in there, mm-hmm. it's probably probably not super expensive. The ones now it just are adds not- up. Yeah, it does add up because I buy the kids. I once did for the kids the first time because you know I have issues in general. But really? Issues with you have issues <laughs> with impulse Chase, buying. I didn't know. I know it's about time I, I let you know, um, Re. Oh my I actually, god! I've been keeping this from you. And I feel like now it's time that I let you know. Um, I really hope it doesn't change anything between us, but I am mentally ill. I think that's some pretty toxic behavior of you there, Jace. I know. I'm so sorry. I might have to cancel you. Oh, God. Please. I might have to cancel you. (laughs) My children. (laughs) My children. Please, no, I've got kids. Please don't cancel me. No, they're my kids now. (laughs) No. Children now. <laughs> I remember one book week. Uh, it was my first year of high school, and it was my brother's first year of. Oh no! My brother's four years younger than me, and he started school a year later than I started school. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. So if he's we were five in... years below you at school. Yes. So when I was in yes. year seven, what year would he have been in? Would he have been started school? Year one. Year one. I think. All right. So year one. he year one was around that age. He would have been like seven or eight. Yeah. So I'd started year seven. I was in high school. I was away from the primary school. We didn't get book weeks. We didn't get book fairs, anything like that. And it just so happened that for some reason that year, one of my favorite authors was doing a visit at my old primary school. Fuck off. I was absolutely devastated. Yeah, it. I talk a lot of crap about my mum on the podcast, but that's because she has done crappy things. But there, there were good times. And one of those good times was that instance where the librarian and my mum kind of went in cahoots and the librarian stalled the author. It was Andy Griffiths, by the way, the just annoying, oh, uh, just stupid treehouse awesome. story treehouse, all that, all those yeah. fun weird books. Uh, so he was going to be there and he was one of my absolute favorites. And I was gutted that I was, that it was the year that I wasn't in high school or that I was in high school. And my brother waited in the library with the librarian. Cause I always got picked up second obvious reasons and he waited in the library the librarian stalled Andy my mum came and got me from high school we sped to the school I ran in and he was just about to leave and I was like I love you (laughs) (laughs) sweaty grade seven kid running into the that is beautiful that and I had asthma at that time I had asthma and I was like, <gasps> and I had to calm I'm just, down. Okay. I'm just imagining this like a scene in a movie or a TV show, right? And it's just cutting back and forth 
from shots of Andy yeah. just faffing about in the library and then it's you and you're like <gasps> and there's like dramatic music in the background and then it cuts back to the library yeah and it's just slow motion library completely silent Andy's just you know faffing around yeah slowly it's very chill then it cuts back to you and you're running a fucking marathon the pigeons are flying everywhere yeah I run into someone Jumping over things. Oh my god! And then he's about to leave, and I'm like, "You just burst through the doors." But slow motion medium. No. And he's got his papers. I'm running. I'm jumping. I'm leaping at him and just grabbing him as he runs out the door. I love but I ended you. up getting to meet him, and I got a photo. <laughs> really I have cool. a photo somewhere, actually. I'll see if I can find it. I feel like I said that every week. I'll see if I can find it, but I never find things. Um, there's a photo of Andy in the middle, then my brother on one side, and me on the other. And Andy's doing uh, bunny ears behind me and my brother's head. And then when Aww. I realized, <laughs> when I realized, Aww. I tried to do bunny ears behind his head, but because he was yeah. so tall and I was short. It was only the very tips of my fingers you can see from behind his head. Oh, that's lovely. That's yeah. a lovely little story. I love that. That's so cute. And now my kids read his books. Ah, that's great. I, ne- oh, I, I never really got circle. to meet any of my heroes when I was a kid. Um, but mm. then again, my heroes when I was a kid were uh, the Spice Already Girls oh. and Dracula. <laughs> If you need to think about what kind of person I That's am. That's it. The fact that when I was a child, I was obsessed with vampires and the Spice Girls. That's like, it. That is you. I watched Spice World at every available opportunity. Me too. And I used to practice uh, lying in bed, like stiff as a board with <laughs> my arms up. Like, <laughs> over, like, like you know, just the, the stereotypical vampire, like, you know the one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like I was in a coffin. I used to practice not oh breathing. God. Oh my God, Ray. I used to practice not breathing and <laughs> to see how still I could get. Oh my God. I used to sleep. Um, I used to pile pillows on top of myself mm. so that it felt like I was in a coffin. That's what I did as a child. See, this so. is the difference between you and me is you <laughs> did that and I was obsessed with fairies and I would make I little w- pancakes for fairies and leave them out oh, in the I garden lo- I loved, plates. I loved fairies. I loved fairies, but in like the kind of like... Fae sort of... the f- Yeah, like that kind of thing. Like, oh, they're going to fucking steal you if you don't leave out little like uh, tributes to them and stuff. I used to make potions for the fairies and little things of flowers and I would leave them in the garden so that they wouldn't come and steal me in my sleep. Um. See, that's the difference. Again, I just loved them and I wanted them to come and take me away. I wanted, I thought, in my mind, there was this beautiful fairy queen that lived in like the, the garden or something and lived around near us. And she would, and if I offered her enough things like um, the little pancakes on uh, little china tea sets, to, you know those little. Do you remember those little tiny, yes, ceramic tea sets? And I would leave out a Incredibly cup of tea, cute. 
I would leave, yeah, they were like white with floral drawing, like paintings and stuff. So I'd leave a little cup of tea, a jug of milk, uh, little tiny pancakes, like the size of like, oh God, I'm trying to think now, like flat peas, like just little, really little ones. Yeah. And I would um, buy, I would ask for Barbie clothes for uh, occasions and then I would leave them the Barbie clothes there and be like, oh, I've got some clothes for you. And like, I would, I would, I got it in my head that if I left enough presents that the fairy queen would fall in love with me and shrink me down and then bring me to live with, live with her and like rule over the fairy kingdom with by her side. I was such a sapphic little bitch. Jay, so, um, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but you're fucking gay. Like, <laughs> I feel like we're that realizing That is incredibly a lot about fucking gay. <laughs> so, oh my God. I know. I can't believe I didn't know for so long. Whereas I was like, I, yeah, I liked fairies, but like in the, like respecting them from afar way, like mm. the fae and stuff. And I was obsessed with like witches and vampires and shit like yes. that. So I would go out into the backyard and I would pick lots of flower petals and leaves and random shit and bring it inside and put poor Wendy, bless her fucking soul. I'd be like, mom, I want to make a potion. I want to make a potion. And she would let me fucking boil flower petals in a pot on the stove oh my god she would let me do that shit she'd let me do that shit and i fuck yeah wendy um i okay so i'm a big knickknack person i love knickknacks um i used to work i say work volunteer i used to volunteer in a vinnie's Mm -hmm. and anytime any sort of little knickknack came in i would fucking claim it for myself i have um within my line of sight i have an antique perfume bottle i have candle holders I have a crystal ball Ooh. that sits on a stand and the stand is three cherubs back to back. Oh, wow. So I was always a real trinket person. And mm-hmm. this 100% comes from when I was a kid. I used to love collecting little bits and pieces. So I would collect little bottles and stuff to mm-hmm. put the potions put the- in. Oh, wow. And then I would hide them in the garden. And in my mind, have you seen – Have you? Okay, I don't, I don't think I need to ask this, but have you seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. One of my favourite movies as a child, once again. Yep. Obvious. Mm-hmm. If you look at me as a person, yep. it's like, yeah, that, that bitch has been goth uh, since they were very little. <laughs> um, one of my favourite movies. And uh, there's a scene in it where Sally is in the graveyard and she has a little stash Uh, behind a bush of like potions and ingredients and poisons and shit Mm -hmm. in my mind that was what you had that's That's... what i was doing i had my little stash of poison oh my god in the garden that i would hide beneath a bush and like in my head i was sally from nightmare before christmas and i was waiting for my jack skellington and i still i still am quite frankly you know what's um, so beautiful about this is that we are the two kinds of gay. The two different types of queer that you see, that's us. <laughs> you are yeah, the dark yeah, yeah. It's like one, one of us is all like flowers and fairies and shit and I'm just like, death. <laughs> I was a regular fucking Wednesday Adams of a child, even before I dressed like it. Like when I was a kid, obviously 
I didn't really get to choose what clothes I wore. Mm-hmm. So I wore, I, I was real cute. I had very long brown hair. Um, I was in lots of pink dresses and shit. But like personality wise, I was like a very perky Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. Like I loved to talk to people about the weirdest shit. I was convinced. ADHD. I was convinced that I was going to become a vampire. Like I was convinced mm, that well, it was just going much like to I was convinced that I was going to rule fairyland alongside a beautiful yeah. fairy queen. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas oh. I just wanted Dracula to rail me before Ray. I knew what railing was. Ray. Really, You're but you know what I mean. And I wanted a beautiful fairy queen to rule. Tiny little beautiful fairy queen to rail them. (laughs) Come on, with a tiny. She's tiny. She could fucking crawl up in there. You know, oh my god. (laughs) I was gonna say with like a paint roller. (laughs) A paint. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is terrible. I told. I said before. I was like, I'm really tired. It's gonna get weird, and it. (laughs) Have you ever listened to this podcast, Jace? When does it not get weird? I listen to it every week when I edit it and I'm like, exactly. fuck, we are so weird. <laughs> I can't, I honestly can't believe We're so that weird. People... We're the weirdos. We're, we are the weirdos, mister. Oh, the craft. That's another one I was <laughs> yeah, fucking obsessed yep. with as a child. Yep. I can see you being obsessed with the once craft. Once again, yes. m- much too young. Uh, once again, very confused feelings about Feruza Bulk <laughs> as a child. Hmm. I was like, Wow. Oh, I was just like obsessed with her character for some reason. And Ooh, now it's like, oh, gay. Also, I wanted to be her. But mm-hmm. it is that very kind of typical queer. Uh, queer experience of do I want to be them or do I want them to fuck me? In exactly. my case, it was both. And honestly, it's in my case with a lot of people that I like. <laughs> It's like, yep. I kind of want to be you, you know, but mm-hmm. also I kind of want you to just like fucking pound the shit out of me. I think it's know. maybe because you're obsessed with yourself and you would want to fuck yourself. No, I'm joking. Um, you're not wrong. Well. You're not wrong. <laughs> would I, would you fuck a clone of yourself? There we go. Uh, I wouldn't because uh-huh. I know what I'm like and I'm way too demanding and too much work and I'm I just I could not be bothered I could not I couldn't fucking be bothered with my my own bullshit so no I would not fuck a clone of myself would I would I spend time with a clone of myself probably um but I don't think I could uh I don't think I could satisfy myself (laughs) um (laughs) see now what what I would do what I would yourself. do is I would, yes. I, yes, but I would take it as a learning opportunity because mm. I get it from both sides now. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. So honestly, That's true. I would use it as a fucking testing ground. Like, right? um, we're a like, team. Like one of those, um, do you remember my model? No. It was a, it was a big, uh, sort of Barbie style doll head. Oh, the head just thing. From, and you could start yeah, the from the shoulders shit. up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You could practice yeah, no, on your no, head. I know, That's, I know that. You, you, your own, my model, you would practice. <laughs> Except instead of on heads it. up, it's just my vagina. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the missing bottom half of the, my model. 
That's what they did with the heads. Send them off to children. Children can learn how to do makeup and hair. Send the bottom half off to Re. <laughs> Re can figure out. I can learn how to fuck good. <laughs> oh my God. And then you can learn how to do hair and makeup good. It's it's. Are you it's saying I don't know how Everybody to already? Wins. No, I was talking about when you were younger. Are you saying I didn't know? I don't know about hair, but you're good at doing makeup now. Uh, Re, <laughs> yes. Re, yeah. I knew you when you were a teenager. I, I have photos of your makeup and hair when you were a teenager. Go on. Do you want me to continue? <laughs> the hair wasn't too bad. I, I was very fucking lucky that Wendy never let me get the full on emo cut. I don't think it would have looked good. I wasn't that I don't lucky. think it would have looked good on me anyway. I don't look good with shorter hair. I do not. You had a really good uh, full fringe, long black hair yes, look going for a while. I did. I had the um, I had the full bangs on and off a lot when I was a kid mm-hmm. and a teenager. Um, I looked really good. That was like probably my favorite style on oh, you. Oh, thank like, you. Um, I think what it was was it started off with Wendy just being lazy. Um, cause she mm. also <laughs> had a fringe. So she's like, this is the hair I know how to do. So you're going to have a fringe as well. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, when I got older, I remember near the end of high school, last couple of years I was there, I had the waist length, dead mm-hmm. straight jet mm-hmm. black. And it was, mm-hmm. I had that as it well. It was a look. I loved that hair. But I don't think I could do it, it now. D- <laughs> it didn't suit me when I had it. It suited you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I remember I when I dyed my hair, my hair's almost black anyway, yes. naturally. But when I was going through my punk rock phase, I wanted to dye my hair black. And my parents told me it wouldn't suit me. They said it would wash <laughs> me out. And that was very appealing to me. because You, time, you were trying to wash you yourself know, out. That's what I want. Um, I didn't have the luck that you had where your mum didn't let you, not let you, but didn't uh, do the emo haircuts yeah. on you or anything like that. She wouldn't do it. She just straight my up would not parents, do it. My parents wouldn't, but I would, as you I know. know from a lifetime of <laughs> I know. Me, I would wake up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet and on the way out of the toilet <laughs> because to get to my uh in my house growing up it was like a um the hallway and it was a sliding door into the vanity area with the cupboard and the sink and then another sliding door I've been in toilet. that bathroom a lot so of times so you had to go yes. past yes so on my way out of the toilet so many times I would just, I'd wash my hands, I'd look in the mirror and I would go, huh, not happy with this. And then I would go to the drawer, open the drawer, get the scissors and just start cutting. Like I would just start hacking at my hair and then I would go back to sleep, wake up in the morning to go to school and my mom would scream and be like, what the fuck did you do? When did you do that? (laughs) Well, you see... I needed to go to the toilet <laughs> and that meant you had to cut yes. your hair. Well, I looked in yeah. the mirror and that meant you needed to cut your hair. Well, yes. See, that's something I do now is I'll just randomly snip at my hair, but I have a lot of time mm. and experience cutting hair now. 
Like yeah. I have friends that have let me cut and dye their hair. Like I've done it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But back then I was terrified to touch my own hair. I wouldn't do it. Would not. I just had like so many, what I see now as breakdowns. Uh, now I can recognize them looking yeah. back as identity crises. Yeah. Oh yeah. All that kind of stuff. How did the adults in my life not look at that and go, oh, this child woke up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet and ended up cutting their uh, boob long hair into a, uh, what I can best describe as a goth punk Karen haircut. (laughs) Uh, Very, very short in the back. And then like a long, thick side fringe type situation. You did have the punk Karen hair. You did. Look, it was before the Karens had. The it was Karen before hair, the Karens so had the Karen look, hair. They to just want to be me. Sorry, they can't be me. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, how did the adults in my life not look at that and go, "Huh, this child is clearly there going through some identity issues and shit"? No, yeah, nah. and maybe this child has uh, ADHD and does things impulsively that they can't control. Hmm. But no, they just looked at that and went, "Oh, she's done it again. Like, oh, here we go again." Um, yeah, there was, um, there was one time I cut my hair as a child. One time. <gasps> Tell me about it. I love these this kinds is, of stories. This is before you knew me. This is when I was in primary school. Ooh, this is new for me too. So I, like many people, I have the thing where I, I'm just showing Jace on camera. I will have the little baby mm-hmm. hairs around my hairline yep. that simply do not grow. They just don't grow. They're short. They're, they're annoying. I don't like them. Um, Mm -hmm. I've gotten used to them now. I've gotten used to them now. But when I was a kid, my mum would put my hair in ponytails a lot and I hated all the little baby hairs. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought, what if I just just cut them off? Oh, my God. What if I just cut them? Maybe they would grow after that, you know? Like, my mum always says, you know, um, when when you shave your legs or whatever, it comes back thicker. What if I cut? The baby hairs, maybe they'll grow back longer. So I did that. It was just kind of up the top here. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't go down to the sides, but it was up the top, the front of my head. I cut those little baby hairs and it was basically like I had taken a fucking electric razor. I, I didn't actually do this. But yeah, I'm trying to yeah. describe to you how it looked. Stubbly. Stubble. And like a three-day goat. <laughs> if you can imagine what that looks like growing out. I wore uh one of those fabric headbands mm-hmm. every single fucking day oh until it grew God. out enough oh that it looked acceptable. Wendy was appalled that I had done this, of course, because, like, if there is, and I love Wendy to death, obviously, we all know that. We love Wendy constantly. Um, If there is one kind of negative thing that I have gotten from Wendy, it is an obsession with appearances. Mm -hmm. Um, Wendy was always very... Well put together, house was always spotless. Very proud. Yes. And I I feel a lot of guilt when my house isn't clean or if I look daggy, mm. that kind of shit. And I think I got that from her. Um, so when I did this, 
to her beautiful daughter's beautiful, <laughs> long, gorgeous, natural hair. And now I had mm-hmm. a, just these little tufts sticking up right up my hairline. <laughs> they were so short and tufty, you could not do anything with them. Couldn't gel them down, could not do anything. Oh my God. So my collection of like fabric headbands grew exponentially that year. I went from having like none to having them in every single iteration of my school colours. Did you happen to do this around the time of school photos? Yes. Yeah, I can imagine that that would have really annoyed her. I did. I did. Uh, I I can't remember if it was year five or year six. It was year five or year six because I was at my second school. Um. Which is even worse because it's like, it wasn't like I was six or something. I would have been (laughs) at least 11. Oh my God. I should have known better. But the funny thing is the reason that I did it is because I hated how they looked. Mm -hmm. And then you made them worse. And I got that obsession with my appearances from my mum. Yep. (laughs) They... It looked so ridiculous and it was so fuzzy. That's like I couldn't so stop funny. rubbing it. Oh could God. not stop rubbing it. You ever get, whenever you have a friend and they shave their head mm-hmm. and your first instinct is yep. to be like, can I, can I please, can I, touch can I just, can I just, can I touch it? I had that. I had that. I just sat yep. there all day just do, 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 so my, my kids head. did when I, um, they both had a side shave at their, at some point in their life and they yeah. loved that too. They just yep. touch it. I remember yep. a boy in, at our school got his hair shaved, head shaved his head. He used to have this beautiful wavy brown hair. It was gorgeous. And he shaved his head and then this is primary school. Mm-hmm. He came to school the next day. And as soon as I laid eyes on him, a little little light in my head went ding. So he walked up to the line, the classroom line, and mm-hmm. I turned around and I went, John got a haircut and looks like a coconut. And then the next person in the line was like, ha! John got a haircut and looks like a coconut. And then we were all like, John got a haircut and looks like a coconut. He wore beanies and hats for like the oh, rest of Oh, Chase, you're a bully. <laughs> Look, sometimes you need to fight back. Sometimes life gives you the, the school bully with his head shaved. Sometimes life gives you coconuts. That's it. you got to make you, a horrible a insult. <laughs> and you have to traumatize a child. But look, I th- I honestly think it just came into my head and I had to say it. You know when things come in and you you, you just have can't... to blurt them out. That is what it half of my jokes out. are. Just <laughs> yeah, the most too. ridiculous shit will come into my head and I just need to get it out yeah. of my mouth as quickly as possible. And it sounds so good, doesn't it? Yeah. John got a haircut and looks like a coconut. Oh, I've <laughs> never forgotten it. That's never great. forgotten it. Oh my it. god, you're evil. I love just... that. Oh, I feel really mean. Um I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I I was severely bullied in school. Yeah, I know. Which should not be surprising to anyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> that I was severely bullied uh, at every single school I went to. Um, but one time in high school, um, I was being bullied and it was like I think it was like the only time that I ever ever retaliated yes um oh no it was just this girl and she was in the year below me and she just like we had a lot of mutual friends we were kind of like 
begrudgingly forced to hang out together, but she mm-hmm. did not like me. Um, I think you know. Jealous. I think you know who this is. I know who it is. Um, which is why it's very funny and ironic. Um, <laughs> um, and one day I just had enough. I snapped. I snapped. I did not lay a hand on her. Um, but she was just saying some snarky shit. And I wheeled mm. around and I just screamed in her face, "What is your fucking problem?" And this was right wow. outside of this was right outside of our school office, our high school office. So you know the exact layout of where yep. I was. Um, yep. And after that, she shut up. <laughs> she did not say fuck yeah a fucking thing after that. Um, but yeah, like I, there's a lot of I had a lot of opportunities to kind of like get back. At bullies mm. but I never I never really took it other than that one time but I think it's because I never had anything as good as John got a haircut and looks like a coconut if I had <laughs> if I had like a good insult or some shit like that I would have busted it out immediately but I was I was for for as extroverted and gregarious of a person I am mm-hmm. um in those kind of situations I clam up like I really Please, yeah clam up I do that too. And then you're lying in bed later and you're like, oh, fuck. I, I should have really said, said this. this. It would have been so funny. The <laughs> amount of imaginary arguments I have played out in the shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many. The amount of arguments I've had in real life. Not a lot because I'm terrified of confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I fucking terrified. I have mentioned before that I wasn't bullied. I kind of got along with everyone. It's, um, there was one instance. I was you more really in primary fucking... school. No, high school was fine for me, but primary school, I got sort of, there was one boy who, uh, well, first of all, I got Jay Cordova's hungry for chili. If you're Chilean, why don't you eat a chili? Ha ha. Come on, eat a chili. I got all that kind of stuff in primary school. Um, I also got, uh, Jace Cordova has more roles than a bakery. I got that a lot. Oh, um, fuck off. That's The thing awful. is, I wasn't even that big in You weren't? I've seen pictures. Like. I. But this kid just was always on me about my weight. He was like saying that and he was like, oh, calling me fatty, fatty, two by four, can't fit through the classroom door. And. Um, oh, my God. He would call me a slut when I didn't know what a slut was. Oh. And. He would just be like, slut, slut, slut. And I was just like, and it was mildly annoying. So I would, I went to the teacher and I was like, you know, so-and-so is calling me a slut. And the teacher, he was furious. I can imagine. He was like, especially he was primary like, school. Fuck. He got, he called him up and he yelled at him. He took, this was like, he's dead now, which is really sad. The teacher, I don't know where the fucking kid is. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, he was quite scary, this teacher, mm. the way that he could turn it on and off, the anger and yeah. the, um, you know, he was just one of those really strict, scary teachers. But he took this boy outside into the wet area, like the little, um, there was like a wet area, which was where the sinks and, and bubblers and stuff were inside. Oh, yeah, wet room. Yep. And... Yeah, and then there were the classrooms like around it, and yep. that was everyone yep. would leave I into remember that, that area. Those kinds of situations, yeah. Yeah, so he would he took the kid out there and just ripped into him, yelled at him. We could all hear it because he, 
you know, it was just around the corner. It's right there and he's fucking yelling. He was like, if you ever say that to a girl again, oh, like just absolutely went off. Came back into the classroom. The kid sat down. Teacher came up to me and was like, still had his red face from yelling at this guy, at this boy. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, Were you, were you, ter- yeah, yeah, I would have been terrified too. And were you terrified because so you caused like yeah. that kid to get yep. yelled at? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I felt horrible. I would have been exactly the same. And I was like, oh my God. Exactly. I just wanted the kid to stop. I wanted him to be like, stop being annoying. Like stop annoying the girls or whatever. Cause I didn't know what a slut was. I was very, um. Sheltered? Not, not so much sheltered because I did watch a lot, a lot of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> yeah. But. I didn't know what a slut was. I didn't know a lot. You know, I didn't know um, until probably later than I should have what um, what the Holocaust was or things like that. Like, yeah. real stuff that everyone should know, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, you'd think I would know because I read so much, but, you know, my, the extent of what I knew was but on also, Microsoft like, and you Carter. Read, like, you know, even aside from King Lear and the medical encyclopedia i'm assuming that a lot of what you read would have been kid stuff anyway though so yeah it it was babysitter's club yeah goosebumps enid blyton king lear medical encyclopedia and uh glenn 20 (laughs) (laughs) and i don't i don't really think anyone's calling anyone a slut in the babysitter's club books unless i'm remembering them not directly very differently i might have to go back and reread some of them (laughs) See if there's any slut shaming in the babysitters club. Well, you never know. <laughs> you know, I wrote to Anne M. Martin when I was really. A kid. I wow. wrote her a letter and I sent it in, and she sent one back with her autograph and a letter and saying thank you. And I was always writing to authors. Wasn't Anne M. Martin more than one person though? Yes, towards the end, yeah, she was. She started out writing them by herself, but then yeah. it became like a goosebump situation where Ghost writers, you know, yeah. R. L. Stein didn't write all of them, but yeah. 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 Oh, when I found that out, I was absolutely devastated. Oh, you would have been gutted. Yeah, I was gutted when I found out about R.L. Stein. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I, you know, I didn't that find out about That freaky little guy Stein. with the mole didn't write all of these? <laughs> I didn't find out about R.L. Stein only writing the first, like, 10 or whatever books until I was in my late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I found out when I was a teenager, I was absolutely fucking gutted. This was back in the day where... Wikipedia was kind of a new thing. Mm. So for fun, I would just go on Wikipedia and look up things that I knew about. Um, And yeah, I I got into a Wikipedia rabbit hole. I ended up on the Goosebumps page and I found out about that. And I was like, why are you fucking kidding me? What the blah, blah, blah. Like my worldview was shattered. Mm -hmm. Absolutely shattered. I think we all remember where we were when we found out R.L. Stein was a ghostwriter at the end of the (laughs) (laughs) I remember because Wait, I, I used I'm to sorry. Write. I need to say the most horrible, horrible thing. Go Where on. were you on Stein Eleven? Oh my god! I love that. Yeah, I'm so it. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone who lost people. <laughs> but fucking I'm hell, so sorry. especially given, especially given the current goings on in the world but (laughs) that was really good 
I am a horrible, I... horrible, funny person. <laughs> oh my god, you could be a comedian. Like that's the kind of shit that oh, I've fucked enough of them. So, <laughs> so you're like a comedian by osmosis now. Yes, yes, I've absorbed enough comedy. <laughs> comedy. Ah. Uh... Oh, God. We've managed to get a few fucked ones in this episode, haven't we? I'm very proud. <sighs> that's, that's, I thought, I knew it was going to be a weird one. I was hoping we could kind of go, uh, maybe one episode without talking about cum or fucking or, uh, Jace. you know, making off color jokes. But, you know, think about who we are as people. I know. Do you think we could ever do a clean version like a clean episode where we don't swear and we don't talk about anything that's, that's fucking, higher than like a pg that would be a challenge that would be it really would challenge. we should try it one i'd have to episode. put on like my customer service voice and just get very into that mindset oh. we should make it so that anytime we swear or make a bad joke we have to punish ourselves somehow like um i don't know something like a pie to the face type situation like a or take a drink of something horrible or, you know, we have to actually, if I ever say, like, I'll, we'll talk and I'll be like, yeah, fucking, oh, shit. And you're like, all right, you've got to, <laughs> beep, beep, you got to do it. And yeah, we should, oh, my God. All right. All right. All right, okay. let's, we're going to put a pin in it. Let's put that put on the board. Put a pin in it. We'll do um, it because it pro- sounds probably amazing. Probably not next episode, but I'm going to take no. some time to think of punishments. Oh, no. I think that could be very fucking funny. We'll have to do a tally. Yeah. Oh my god! I have to do All a right. counter that just goes ding every yep. time. Little ding. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> but it's gonna be so hard because it's swearing is be just awful. a part of my vocab. Like when I can't think of something, instead of um, I'll say fucking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Same. The fucking. Uh. The fucking. No, so it's become it's... it's become like a vocal, um. <laughs> probably not a tick but what's the oh god what's the word i don't know i don't know but it's become like a common thing that i Vinacular do oh, fucking shit. yeah i mean look we both grew up in western sydney that <laughs> has been <laughs> well established uh over yes. the 20 whatever episodes of this podcast that we've done mm-hmm. um i grew up around people swearing like sailors yep. just absolutely off the hook just you, you cannot swearing. take a step in Western Sydney without hearing someone swearing. I know. And that's why I love it there so much. I feel at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly my people. Everyone's swearing. Everyone's chuffing darts. It is the reason that I am the way I am. <laughs> when I worked at Club Med, part of what we had to do was if we were within a metre of a, uh, a guest we had to smile, make eye contact and say, hey, how are you? Or, hey, how's it going? And like do a little greeting and be happy and stuff like that. That was my for life for six months. second, I thought you were going to say, if you were within a metre of a guest, you had to fuck them. <laughs> I'm not going to say that that didn't happen. Look, given um, the stories you've told about Club Med before, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> There's a lovely story that's definitely not going to be in the uh, PG episode about two people and a trapeze net. Oh, well excellent but yeah so like you you would have to like greet all of the the guests yes all the guests like when you were in a certain radius of them yes yes and that was my life every single day for six months 
when I got back to Blacktown, that was so <laughs> engraved in me oh, that no. I would walk around Blacktown and someone would be near me and I'd say, hey, how are you going? And smile at them with my perky little club med voice and they would just be like, fuck off. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> forgot where I was for a second. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Oh, no, uh, I literally just, have had people tell me to fuck off to my face like that. I remember, um, I don't know if I ever told you this one. One time when I was in high school, um, I was sitting uh, in Blacktown Station, uh, one of the big kind of concrete walkways. I was just sitting on the ground next to a wall waiting for uh, the person I was dating at the time. They went to a different school. Uh, like Girouine or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they would get the train over to Blacktown. We would hang out at West Point um, after school sometimes. And I was waiting for them. I'm sitting on the ground. I'm minding my own business. I'm wearing my school skirt, but I had changed into a black T-shirt. But I was still very obviously a school student. I was like 15 at the time. You've always looked really young as well. Always looked at least two years younger than what you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I made a new group of friends recently. Um, we're all in a discord server together and, um, I hadn't publicly stated my age and someone was like, yeah, Ree, you're what, like, like 24. And I'm like, <laughs> I wish, um, <laughs> I'm a creepy lovely. old man. <laughs> I'm the creepy old man of the server. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting on the fucking ground. I'm just a child. I was probably like fiddling with my phone on my iPod or something, staring into space This guy is walking past me, looks down at me and spits directly into my eye for no fucking reason. And then just keeps walking. Gross. What did I do? What did I do? I mean, look, maybe I shouldn't have been sitting on the ground but like I wasn't impeding people like people could still walk those walkways are very wide and there weren't benches and even back then I got tired very easily Mm -hmm. um you know and I was starting to experience some chronic pain things it was mostly related to my back at this point my scoliosis but I would Mm -hmm. need to take breaks a lot so there was no bench I sat on the ground I was fucking pressed up against the wall I was making myself as small as possible so as to not get in the way of people because even when I was a teenager, I wasn't fucking entitled being like, nah, I'm just going to take up all the space. Yeah. I was like, no, no, I don't want to get in anyone's way. I'm just going to sit here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for my boyfriend, whatever. And this guy just fucking spits on me. That is fucking putrid. It was awful. It was awful. Luckily, um, luckily the person I was seeing at the time uh, got there not long after and I ran up to them and I'm crying and they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just got spat on. Like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> this guy just spat on me. And oh I feel, I think they had a couple of uh, our mutual friends that also went to the same school as them with them. And I had a reputation in this group of people as being um, dramatic, mm. which is very fair because I am a very dramatic person. Um, mm-hmm. But I Nothing got wrong the with feeling... That that they didn't believe me and that hurt even Mm. more because I had done nothing wrong. I was just sitting there minding my own business, gobbed to the eye. The eye. It got me in the eye. That is so fucked. It was awful. 
It was absolutely awful. And also, you know how much eyeliner I wore back then? So my face, (laughs) after I was crying, I looked like a ghoul. Like, I looked like fucking Bloody Mary with just the black streaks down my face. Like, that's horrible, horrible time. So Blacktown. I love love Blacktown. I missed it. I do. Um, As much as I, like... I, I shit on it in the way that you shit on something that you love. It's like, I yeah. can shit on Blacktown because I grew up there and I do have a great attachment to it still. If someone that isn't from Western Sydney shits on Western Sydney, I get mad. But when someone <laughs> like in who's the from girl, Western Sydney... Girls. Yeah, when someone who's from it's Western Sydney... It's only okay Sydney, when I say it. Yeah, exactly. When someone who's from Western Sydney shits on Western Sydney, I'm like, haha, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it is like that. Yeah, fucking Dune Side, uh, etc. Mm, Dooney bombs. But, but yeah, because it's, it's funny because it's your lived experience. Yes. It's, it was a lived experience that I had. Um, But yeah. Say someone from the North Shore was like, oh, oh my God, Blacktown, a bunch of Darrow's. I'd be like, you want to fucking go, cunt? I'll show you how fucking Darrow we are. Except I wouldn't because I'm a shanky, big wuss, but... I will. Do you want to go right now? Like, I will fight someone. Macca's car park right now. Fuck yeah, meet you at the bus shelter. Oh my God, there's a fight at the bus shelter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember ever witnessing a fight. Did we ever have any fights at school? Only the chair incident in um, the science class between those two that- girls. But so sad I wasn't there for that. I, wanted I remember so hearing a lot, um, oh my God, there's going to be a fight at the bus shelter and everyone running up. And then I don't remember there actually being any. I remember any hearing a lot about the potential of fights, but not so, actually you know, witnessing any. A lot of talk, a lot of build up, no climax. That's it. Obligatory joke about my sex life. Um, yep. <laughs> you knew. I had to. You knew I was yep. going to. Um, See, I hear all these stories. Sometimes I'll log on to Twitter and a tweet will have gone like semi-viral mm. and it'll be someone just making a tweet being like, what was the incident mm. at your school? And it'll get a bunch of retweets and replies with yep. people talking about what was the incident at their school. And I can't think of for one. For the life of me, I don't think there was one while I was there and I'm very me upset either. about that. I, I don't have close incident to talk about. Closest you have the thing chair thing. Is the chair thing, but even then, yeah. that's not. That could happen anywhere. That could happen at a fucking private school in the Northern Beaches. And, and also, I don't. I feel like it's one of those things where if it's the incident, it's a school-wide incident. Yeah, it's not everyone knows contained about. Contained to didn't one have... classroom, it's like a big fight that yeah. someone has out on the quad or something. Yeah, we but didn't we have really one. Had that? I feel. I feel cheated. I feel robbed. I feel like we didn't have the and... proper high school experience. I'm really annoyed. And what I want to know, um, dear listeners, if Ooh. you have any stories like that, yes. please, for the love of God, send them to me. Please, send please, them to please, us. please, please. Email. Send them to either of us. We would love because it. Because I live for hearing about that shit because I didn't get to experience it. Our school was like kind of, it really for was. a public school in Western Sydney, it was kind of boring, you know, yeah. no huge scandals. You know, I mean, I think, like, I think a couple of teachers got together, maybe. I remember... You have a look on your face. 
This wasn't you have a, a look on your face, Jace. This wasn't the incident, but I remember one of my friends who I am actually still Facebook friends with now. She's very lovely. I don't have any issues with her whatsoever. Mm. She was one of my best friends in um in high school. She was this tall, um, sort of not rough, but she was like very assertive, um, assertive kind of person. She's the kind of friend that if someone was mean to you and you didn't do anything about it, she'd go and do something about it. That kind of person. And I love that. Yeah, she was the best. And we were walking to West Point after school one day. I think maybe we were wagging even. We might have been going to Macca's, but it was me, her, and a couple of other other friends. And she was like, I've got to tell you something, but I really don't want this to change anything. Like, it's pretty pretty intense, pretty bad. Like I just, I'm really nervous about telling you guys this and me being the one who can't handle serious situations has to make a joke. I was like, yeah, well, as long as you're not pregnant, I'm pretty sure we can (gasps) anything. (laughs) I knew where this was going. Oh my God. No. And she goes, I'm pregnant. Oh my god. I put my massive fucking foot in it. And obviously like I didn't give a shit if she was pregnant or not. I was just thinking of like the worst possible scenario. You were just thinking of a dumb high school student. Yeah, I was like, oh sometimes you're not pregnant. She missed she dropped out of school and had the baby and she's great mum. She's incredible. Obviously not gonna name her. Um but yeah, I fucking put my foot right in that. Oh my god! <laughs> so that wasn't an I mean, incident because no one, like, yeah. wasn't like a gossip. Well, it was yeah, just... like there were. I think there were a couple of girls in my year that had the same thing, um, and like, yeah, that that's fine, that's whatever. But like, I'm talking like school wide. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just remembered that. I, even came in my even head. if everyone wasn't there, they mm, knew about they know it. Like, about it, it spread through the school like wildfire. <gasps> I think I remembered our school's one. Really? Oh my god, I think we have one. Really? I don't know if you if it reached your level, but uh-huh. Cause I was younger than you. I was a baby. Yeah, a little baby. Um little baby. Our muck up day, we weren't allowed to have a year twelve muck up day. And the story is that a couple of the year twelves two years ahead of us put the principal's car for sale. Um, on car sales took photos and put his real like put his real phone number on there and um yeah put his car up for sale and he was so fucking angry and furious that he cancelled muck up day for the rest of his his tenure at the school oh my god was this with the guy that was principal while i was there uh yes oh my god so if you didn't get a muck up day no that's there, wasn't, why. there wasn't a muck-up day while I was at that school. Yep. The entire yep. time I was at that school. Yep. No year 12 muck-ups. <gasps> That's why. Oh, my God. Because a couple of the year 12s put the principal's car for sale. Well, yeah, that, that predates me. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. Holy shit. I just oh, remembered that happened. That is such a good fucking it prank, really though. really fucking is, Like, eh? oh, my God. I love pranks that are... Don't hurt anyone. They don't hurt. They're just annoying. Mm-hmm. I saw one on TikTok. Um, 
where this girl, this guy had done something fucking awful to this girl. I don't know. I can't remember the details. But what she did was she went to the hardware store and got a bunch of um, those little like loose keys with the plain tag hanging Mm -hmm. off it, wrote his phone number on them. And then just scattered them in random places. Like she left some in a car park. She left some in a park, you know, shops all over the place. And then this guy just got inundated with calls being like, oh, I found your key. (laughs) Stuff like that. Love it. Oh, that's amazing. Love it. If it ever happened to me, I would be so fucking pissed off. Me too. I would be like, you know what? That's smart. That's fucking smart. I've spoken before about how much I hate pranks because I hate um, just... Oh, I don't like embarrassment. Like embarrassment. Like, yeah, like I yeah, feel I'm bad for people. But also yeah. I have mentioned that I was like the prank king at on Linderman Island. One of the pranks oh, that yeah. me and my friend did that I didn't, I don't think I've told you about was, did I tell you about the time we covered this guy's stuff in deep heat? In what? Deep, deep heat? heat? You know, the... Um, deep heat. The, yeah, the, the, the heat cream. Yes, that makes you very, very, it makes... Yeah, it's for like muscle aches and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my God. No, you haven't told me about that. So my little uh, yoga instructor friend that I did the other pranks with. Ah, yes. She had deep heat for obvious reasons. She was she was a sporty, yoga instructor. sports person needed yeah. it. <laughs> One of these guys, we ended up, oh God, I can't even remember who we did it to now. I think I do remember. I can't remember really, but we covered his tap handles, his door handle, everything in deep heat. So everything yeah. that he would touch when he came back to his room, we covered in deep heat. Um, and we thought, well, we covered everything. And then I thought, well, he's going to wash his hands because his hands are going to be hot. Everything's going to be hot. He's going to need to wash it. So then we covered the spout of the tap and the handles so that when he went to wash his hands, it would still be on him and he couldn't like really get rid of it yeah and then I thought well he's just gonna like hop in the shower and get the deep heat off him so I got packing tape and I just wrapped his shower head the whole pack of (laughs) of wrapping tape of packing tape just around the shower head again and again and again and again and again and um yeah just because I knew that he was gonna try and have a shower and it would take him so long to undo it that it would just be a massive pain in the ass. And then I was like, okay, well, let's steal all his soap. So we stole all his soaps. Um, we gave him back. We just hid them for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was furious. He was like, who fucking did this? He was running around trying to find it. He thought it was um, he thought it was the circus team because he tried to think of everyone who would have deep heat. I was just in mini yeah. club. I wouldn't have deep heat. She was a yoga instructor. He didn't see yoga as like a sport, so she wouldn't probably have it. <laughs> So he was going around to the circus team, to the sailing team, even to the tennis people, to the, all the sport people being like, you know, do you have deep heat? Do you have deep heat? And he'd ask around. He never, ever, ever suspected us ever. I don't even know now to this day if he knows it was us. Fucking incredible. Oh my God. And that's another one that's just genius. So annoying. How annoying would it be? You are the prank wizard. I couldn't do it now because I would just feel bad. <laughs> but mm. back then I was like constantly drunk and just a little fucking 19 year old rat bag. Um, just the best kind of jokes are mildly inconvenient. Mm. 
that's like I love that. We took another guy's toothbrush and we just got the tape. We ended up using that was like our go to. We just covered his toothbrush and tape till it was about that <laughs> thick. It was huge. And then it's just because a toothbrush is something you need to use every day and it's just like so it's annoying. Just annoying. And you don't generally get- have a backup. And you mm. can't go and borrow it. It's not a hairbrush or face cream. It's not something that you can go, oh, fuck, can I borrow your toothbrush? Like, you can't do that. So it's just something that. that was very annoying. And, yeah, oh, my God. So fun. You are just the king of pranks. I think I like... I, I love this. I like being sneaky. <laughs> I never wanted the um, the accolades for the pranks. I just wanted to... You wanted to get away with it. I wanted to cause some impish mischief, you know, just, <laughs> just cause trouble. I think that's maybe going back to how I wanted the fairy queen to come and take me away. Maybe I just wanted to oh, cause Oh, so some you trouble. were one of the sneaky little fuckers that I was leaving shit out for so that you wouldn't fuck with me. It was me. <laughs> that's the only reason your shower head wasn't covered in tape and um, I thank you for it. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for not covering my shower head in tape like thank you you're welcome oh my god bloody hell oh. uh Ree. jace oh you oh. go first you go <laughs> jinx first. okay all right jace um yes <laughs> even though i cut myself a tiny teeny little tufty fringe <laughs> and looked like Looked like I just had little fucking sprouts growing out of my forehead for a good few weeks. You were weeks a there. cheer pet. <laughs> I was, even though I cheered myself. <laughs> uh, do you still like me, <laughs> Re? I do. I do still like you. <laughs> and Yay. even though I accidentally started a chorus of John got a haircut and looked like a coconut. <laughs> Do you still like me? Oh my me? god, I would have looked like a coconut. <laughs> oh. We got a haircut what? and looked like a coconut. No! Wait, do you still like me? I take it back. <laughs> well, I mean, you might have fucked it now. No, 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 no. no. I still like you. Oh, I still like you. Thank goodness. <laughs> of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod and you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening. <laughs>